The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. This is our month of the Spirit. And um, today we are looking at developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. We'll begin in Ecclesiastes 4 verse 1. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 1 says, So I returned and saw under the sun. Now, let me say this. The book of Ecclesiastes is a revelation of life on earth. In other words, seeing life from an earthly perspective. It's always under the sun. Under the sun. It says, so... Let me, I'm reading, let's use the New King James, please. Then I returned and considered all the oppression that is done under the sun. Notice under the sun. It says, and look, the tears of the oppressed. You see that? The tears of the oppressed, but they have no comforter. On the side of their oppressors, there is power, but they have no comforter. In other words, the key to a safe and sound society is the Holy Spirit. You see that? The chaos in the world today is because of the fact that the Holy Spirit has not been recognized. The gospel has not been received. You see that? It says, then in return and consider all the oppression that is done on the sun and look, the tears of the oppressed, they have no comforter. On the side of the oppressors, there was no comforter either. See, their spot is not. So if every person will begin to recognize the Holy Spirit, we'll have a better world. You see that? The guy who steals from somebody on the street. See, the Holy Spirit would have restrained him if he listened. The one who was robbed, the Holy Spirit would have restrained him to say, don't pass that street today. You see that? So the reason for the problems in our lives is not recognizing the Holy Spirit. Are you following me? All right. Even if you look at people who go to an early grave, it's because they do not recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit because he always corrects us. The Holy Spirit is God himself because the Bible says God is a spirit and is holy. You see that? Therefore, the Holy Spirit is God. If you look at Genesis 1 verse 2, the Bible says, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. In John 4 verse 24, the Bible says God is a spirit. So if God is a spirit and God is holy, then the Spirit of God is God. It's referring to the essence of God. Because God is a spirit. God is transcendent. It's beyond time, it's beyond space, it's beyond matter. Are you all there? God is here right now as though he's not anywhere else. At the same time, God is somewhere else as though he's not here. In other words, he's everywhere as though that's the only uh, place or the only person in the world. That's why when you're praying, God listens to you as though you're the only one praying. So every one of us can open our voice right now and start praying, and God hears you and deals with you as though you're the only one in the world. 
Think about that. So when we look at things like this and understand that, it changes our perspective. It changes our perspective. Look at this. It says, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters in Genesis 1 verse 2. Then he says, and God said, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. Are you all there? All right. The Holy Spirit is simply God in action. It is the creative power of God personified. You see that? It is a person of the power. It is a creative power of God personified. If you want, if you want to encounter power, get to walk with the Holy Spirit. Get to know the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of individuals that would have gone far in their careers if they recognized the Holy Spirit. Luke 4, 14 says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit, and there went out the fame of him abroad. And I've shared with you that Hyundai, the billionaire Hyundai, that has, uh, Hyundai, someone call it Hyundai, is a believer, and he listens to the voice of the Holy Spirit. He has only ninth grade education. In other words, he dropped out of school in class three, and he's a billionaire. There are strategies God gave him how to make money. See, we're looking at how to develop intimacy because the reason why somebody is suffering, he says, because they had no comforter. See, so the believer ought not to live in oppression by evil spirit if he truly recognizes the Holy Spirit. Are you following me? People make bad decisions because they're not recognizing the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the person of the power. In Job 26 verse 13, Job 26 verse 13, look at this. Hallelujah. It says, by his spirit, he garnished the heavens. By his spirit, he garnished. He garnished the heavens. You see that? By his spirit, he garnished the heavens. That means God made the heavens through the power of the Holy Spirit. By his spirit, he garnished the heavens. Think about that. That's Job 26, verse 13. Then it says, his hand pierced the fleeing serpent. In other words, the Holy Spirit executes judgment upon Satan. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that removes bodies and destroys yokes. If you want to see yokes destroyed in your life, if you want to see oppression end in your life, then you must recognize the person and the power of the Holy Spirit. Say, by Spirit, he garnished the heavens. By Spirit, he adorned the heavens. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. Because one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit is to execute judgment. The prince of this world is judge. That means to execute judgment upon the devil. That's why he say, in the name of Jesus, ouch, the devil's got to go. Jesus said in Matthew 12, verse 28, that if I cast out spirits or devils, you see that? By the Spirit of God, he said, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Notice he cast out the devils by the Spirit of God. So he comes to execute judgment on the devil. Anything the devil is doing in your life, the Holy Spirit comes to execute judgment on that. Think about that. So we need, we need to understand in this month of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will execute judgment on the works of the devil 
in our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Job 3 verse 4, the Bible says, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. Notice the Spirit of God made you. You were made by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a creator God. He's not a force. In fact, Jesus was called a child of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Matthew 1 verse 18. Let's clarify that. Matthew 1 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother was betrayed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. The activities of God in the earth are actually controlled, influenced, and determined by the power of the Holy Spirit. If God is going to do anything on earth, he will do it through the Holy Spirit. Think about it. In Revelation 2 verse 7, Jesus was talking himself. He was talking to John. And he said to him, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And Jesus was talking. Because you cannot hear the voice of Jesus without the Holy Spirit. You cannot hear the voice of the Father without the Holy Spirit. You see that? He's the one that executes the will of God in the earth. The Holy Spirit. See, that's why you need to develop intimacy with him. In Acts 5, 3 to 4, Peter said, Ananias, see, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? Keep back part of the price of land for yourself. Why does it remain? Was it not your own? After that, was so, was it not in your, in your control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You've not lied to man, but to God. Now he says you lied to the Holy Spirit. He says you lied to God. So the Holy Ghost is God. Some people are afraid of him. They say, the Holy Ghost, ah, don't get close to the Holy Ghost. Oh, can just kill you? No. No. He's your helper. He's your comforter. See that? You cannot fulfill destiny without the Holy Spirit. See, the word another comforter is the word alos paracletos. Paracletos or paraclete refers to somebody called alongside to help you. Somebody who cheers you or helps you fulfill destiny. So no one can fulfill destiny without the Holy Spirit. He said, I returned and saw all the oppressions done under the sun. The one that was oppressed, there was tears. They had no comforter. He said, the, 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 one that, the ones that had power, he said, they had no comforter. The Holy Ghost is the answer. In your life, the Holy Ghost is the answer. In your marriage, the Holy Ghost is the answer. If you learn to relate to the Holy Spirit, say, receive instructions from Him, it will change your life. It will change your life. Hallelujah. All right. Let's look at Acts 10, 38. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. I always tell people this. The Holy Spirit, the, 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 the anointing is first of all a person before its power. You see that? A lot of people want to flow in the power of God. 
And they don't want to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. See, when you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, then flowing of the power of God becomes easier. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, went about doing good, and he know all those who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So who is the Holy Spirit? God with us. See, is the manifest presence and power of God available to us? The Holy Spirit is a person. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor the Holy Spirit is a person. Sure he is. Sure he is. Jesus always relates to him as a person. In John 14, verse 26, Jesus says, How be it when he, the comforter, is come? See, when he comforter, the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. He shall teach you. Notice he uses the word he. He. Say he. That's a person. John 16, verse 13. He says, How be it when he... Verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into truth. He, say he. Notice he teaches you, he guides you. He's a person. Many people see the Holy Ghost as tongues. He's not tongues. He empowers you, he enables you to speak with tongues. In Acts 2, verse 4, the Bible says they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Notice the spoken tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It's not tongues. It influences you to speak with tongues. You know, some people think the Holy Spirit is heat. No. It brings fire quite all right, but it's not heat. It's a person. It's not a wind. It moves like wind. He's not a dove. He's gentle like a dove. He's a person. Tell your neighbor the Holy Spirit is a person. He is a person. All God's dealings on earth are through the person and the power of the Holy Spirit. He is a divine agent on the earth who partners with us in the execution of God's will in the earth. So, quickly, let's look at John 16, verse 13 once again. It says, however, when the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. You see that? He will guide you into all truth. He says, he shall not speak of his own, of, of himself, shall not speak of his own, but whatsoever he hears... He shall speak, and he will show you things to come. See, you cannot have revelation without the Holy Spirit. He will show you things to come. Look at the next verse. Jesus said, He shall glorify me, he, for he shall receive of mine and show it to you. He shall receive of mine. You can't receive from, from Jesus without the Holy Spirit. Next. It says, and, and all things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said, he shall take of mine and he shall show it unto you. So we cannot receive from the Father, we cannot receive from Jesus without the Holy Spirit. So you can see how much we are missing not recognizing the Holy Spirit. Think about that. How far would you have gone in your career? The answer, billionaire. What does it take to become a billionaire? He said one idea. All it takes to be a billionaire is one idea. One idea. If only we listen to the Holy Spirit. They say you, you think 50,000 thoughts are there about every day. 50,000 thoughts. And 8,000 of those thoughts are ideas. 8,000 every day. 
And one of them is all it takes to be a billionaire. That means every day, miracles are passing through your mind. Opportunities for provision are passing through your mind. Every day. I wonder how better your life would have been if you indeed recognize the Holy Spirit. Look at Ephesians 2.18. Ephesians 2.18. It says, For through him we both have access, both you and Gentiles, by one Spirit unto the Father. We have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Notice you cannot access the Father without the Holy Spirit. Through him, Jesus, the door is open. But how do I pass? The Holy Ghost brings you through that door. Do you know the Bible says no one can come unto me except the Father that said me draw him? And then the Father draws through the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you on there? So you need to understand how much this person is so important. In 1 Corinthians 12 verse 13, the Bible says by one spirit are we baptized into one body. Notice the Holy Ghost is the one that baptizes you into the body of Christ. See, it is by the spirit we are born again. It's the one that convicts our heart. It's the one that touches our heart for the message to change us. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be born or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. See that? So most of the time, people minimize the impact of the Holy Spirit or the importance of the Holy Spirit because they don't know its role. Look at this very quick, Romans 4, 15. Let's begin from verse 14. Now I myself am confident concerning you, my brethren, that you, you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, also able also to admonish one another. Nevertheless, I have written more boldly to you on some points, as reminding you because of the grace given to me by God, that I may be a minister of Jesus Christ. That I may be a minister of Jesus Christ, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of the Gentiles might be acceptable, watch this, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So what you do in the house of God is not acceptable if you don't do it in the Spirit and through the Spirit. In fact, living right becomes a struggle. If you don't allow the Holy Spirit or yield to the Holy Spirit. I'll show that to you later. But let me just show you this. Galatians 5 verse 16. It says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's the desires of the flesh. So it says, if you are a captive of your flesh, you are not living in the Spirit. You are not yielded to the Spirit. Look at verse 17. He said, for the flesh lusted against the spirit, and spirit against the flesh, these are contrary to one another, so that you cannot do the things that you would. You see that? So, the, the flesh is against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh, so how do I flow in the spirit? Then I got to learn to yield to the spirit. See that? Every struggle in your life right now is proof positive, you're not yielded to the spirit. The struggle to be disciplined. The struggle to live right. The struggle to pray. The struggle to study. In one way or another, you are resisting the Holy Spirit. You see that? In one way or another, 
you are resisting the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now let me show that to you. Acts 7, 51. Look at this. It says, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one, of whom you, have, you become the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the direction of the angels and have not kept it. So when you are disobedient to the leading of the Spirit, you are resisting the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So let's wake up. So how do I develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit? The first one, you have to be born again. You have to be born again. You cannot develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit unless you're born again. It's impossible. You see that? In John 1, verse 12 to 13, it says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. See, and God is the Spirit. So to be born again is to be born of the Spirit. See, because the new birth is an actual rebirth of the human spirit. The new birth is an actual rebirth of the human spirit. Hallelujah. You need to have that and be aware of that. The new birth is an actual rebirth of the human spirit. Look at this very quickly. In John 3, verse 5. John 3, verse 5. Let's begin from verse 3. It said, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I said to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Then he says, Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. See, it's an actual repair of the human spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes. You, you, and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So it's everyone who's born of the Spirit. In other words, the man that is born again is beyond human explanation. See, if your life can be explained, you are not yet living in the Spirit. And when people say, what does it tell his people that makes them want to come to church? What does it tell his people? I just teach the Word. I don't offer opinion. I teach the Word. I let scripture interpret scripture. I don't say this is what I think the Bible is saying. No. I let scripture interpret scripture. Somebody said one time, and um, how does he gather those crowds those days? And when before this um, uh, regulated um, sitting, and how does he do it? It's the Holy Spirit. Because in Judges 6.34, when Gideon blew the trumpet, the Bible says, Abiezer was gathered after him. He was not a leader. Your trumpet is your voice. The Bible says the voice of the Lord sometimes sounds like the voice of a trumpet.
He amplifies a voice. If you know what it means to be born again, that you're born of the Spirit, and learn to listen to the Holy Spirit, you have a better life. So if you're going to develop intimacy, you've got to be born again. Because the Holy Ghost is for those who are born again. Are you out there? All right, let's look at this very quickly. Romans 8, verse 16. Romans 8, verse 16. It says, the Spirit himself. Now, the word autos refers to his neuter gender because the Spirit of God, you know, is a person. If you look at it in the New Translation, it's the Spirit himself. Bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So the Holy Ghost is the one that confirms your sonship. Hallelujah. He's the steward of the house. He's the Lord of the harvest. So he's the one that confirms. So the Holy Ghost is not junior God. He is God. Romans 14, let's begin from verse 16 through 18. And I'll pray the Father, and he'll give you, sorry, John 14, 16 to 18. And I'll pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. Your King James says, comforter. Now, when we say comforter, it's more than someone that says, oh, uh, cry, you're crying and says, sorry, things will get better. The Holy Ghost does that, but that's more than that. He's referring to someone that makes your life comfortable. In other words, you are going through a challenge. The people who have gone through your challenge like that have lost their minds. Do you know that you can do God's work and become suicidal? Moses said, Lord, kill me. Let me not see my wretchedness. The work of God drove him towards becoming suicidal. Elijah said, kill me. Am I better than my fathers? So, the work of God can drive you to a point of you're about to lose your mind. But it's the Holy Ghost that makes you comfortable in the midst of the pressure. The pastors who have blown their head off. They were not failing in ministry. Pressure. One of them, he had a thriving church, blew his head off in his office. Another one, they were waiting for him in church. And he blew his head off. The pressure. See, and that's why, if you're watching on TV, pray for your pastors. The, the devils attacking them. I remember I was reading a book, I think it was Charles Finney many years ago. He said, the ones who are, let me put it this way, I'm paraphrasing now, the ones who are on the front line, they have more attacks from hell than the normal Christian. Hallelujah. So one person in your prayer point should be who? Your pastor. You pray for him. Hallelujah. So says, and I'll pray the Father, and he, shall, he will give you another comforter or another helper, that he may abide with you forever. See, the Holy Ghost wants to be present in our lives consistently. He will abide with you forever. Verse 17. It says, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. You see, the unbeliever cannot receive the Holy Spirit. That's why the people who want to know the Holy Spirit, they want to receive the Holy Spirit. They have to be born again first. 
A girl came to a service wanting to receive the Holy Spirit. She wasn't saved. She wasn't saved. And she manifested another spirit. See, because for the Holy Ghost to come in, we must make sure this vessel has been cleaned. Even the spirit of whom the world cannot receive, because it's yet him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be where? In you. So you need to have that in your heart. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. See that? The Holy Ghost. He wants to be in you. As a believer, he's with you. And he wants to be in you. Look at verse 18 now. Verse 18. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. That's Eusebius Ufanos. In other words, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. That means the Holy Ghost makes the love of the Father real to us. You will not know God loves you until the Holy Ghost makes the love of the Father real to you. There are many people in religion, they've not yet known the love of God. Until you encounter the love of God, you're still in religion. Because Christianity is the revelation of a relationship with the Father based on the reality of what God accomplished in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a relationship. And until you know that Christianity is a relationship, your Christian life will be boring. See, your Christian life will be unfulfilling. You need to know that Christianity is a relationship where you can talk to God in the morning and say, Good morning, Daddy. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Father. It's a relationship. And he will talk back to you. Many of you, you've never really heard God, or even you heard him and you didn't know you heard God because you think you're not supposed to hear God because you're not very spiritual. My children, hear me, my children know my voice. They know my voice. You are God's child. Jesus is your shepherd. He said, my sheep know my voice. You see that? So you need to be aware of the fact that God talks to you every day. But the, the issue is that, hey, how do, I, how do I know it's God that's talking to me? God will only lead you in line with the word of God. One way you know is that he will always lead you in line with the word of God. Two, he'll give you peace. He's always in line with the word of God. He says he will speak peace unto his people. See, it's the prince of peace. He will guide you into peace. Hallelujah. Are you out there? Tell anybody the word of God is working. Yeah, the word of God is working. See, you need to develop that relationship. Talk to the Holy Spirit. See, talk to him. In Acts 15 verse 28. James was writing a letter. He said, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. He seemed good. See, he's an intelligent being. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. He's intelligent. He doesn't want your life to be burdensome. That's why he's called a comforter. So, if you're at a point right now, you're at a breaking point, it's time to recognize the Holy Spirit. You go home, 
You get on your knees and say, Holy Spirit, my life is burdensome. Talk to him like you talk to a friend. My life is burdensome. I'm tired of my life. Too much troubles in my life. Show me how to deal with these things. See, I'm like a little child. I don't know what to do right now. Show me. Speak to me, Father. I'm listening. I know you want me to have a better life. Just talk like that. After a while, be quiet. When you poured out your heart, talking to him, then he will talk to you, my son. You will hear him. One word I like hearing him say is when he says, my son, because I won't leave you as orphans. Some of you will say, my daughter. It, it will impact, it will just change me. Me, the almighty God, this great God called me my daughter? Yes, you are. I've been trying to be intimate with you for a long time. I feel your pain. Even the other day, so and so was talking to you. I knew how hurt you. You see, if you, if you knew how real God is, if you knew how real, because most of us are just in religion, we come to church, I want to go to heaven, and that's beautiful. But God gave you the Holy Spirit so your life on earth could be a foretaste of heaven on earth. Let's show that to them in closing chapter on the keyboard, please. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 5. Look at this. It says, Now he that wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also has given to us the earnest of the Spirit. Let me read it to you in the message translation. Just a moment. In the message, let's us see it ought to be a foretaste of heaven. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 5. Now listen to this. The Spirit of God whets our appetite. The Spirit of God whets our appetite by giving us a taste of what's ahead. He puts a little of heaven in our hearts so we will never settle for less. Do you know that the Holy Spirit came to make use your life a foretaste of heaven? Is your life looking like heaven now? The man walking with the Spirit has no fear of disease. Why is he not afraid? It's a foretaste of heaven. If you were in heaven right now, how scared will you be? How was night? No, a foretaste. Days of heaven on earth. The Holy Ghost. The Bible says, I looked at those who were oppressed. I saw their tears. They had no comforter. I saw those who oppressed them, the oppressor. They had power, but they had no comforter. That means the, the one that had power is suffering. The one oppressed is also suffering. A young man was employed to come and work in New York by a very wealthy person he had worked for. And he said the man would take him to the bar. Everybody would leave and they would be there themselves. And the man would weep and weep before him. Rich man. And he hates his life. Think about that. He had no comforter. He had no comforter. Child of God, when you get home today, 
Go to God. Go to this Holy Spirit. Pour your hearts to Him. Holy Spirit, I'm tired. My life, help me. And you feel that soothing presence. Faradesku fire. There'll be peace. You can't explain why you're just feeling peaceful. Before long, you're like, joy is coming. Where is this coming from? He has come. Because the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. He has come. In Romans 5, verse 5, the Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit who is given unto us. He comes to flood your heart with love. Child of God, when you get home today, it's time to go talk to the Holy Spirit. Some of you, for the first time, you will talk to him. Kneel down there by your bed, wherever you pray. Sit on a chair, however, it's not a position that matters, it's the heart. Holy Spirit, I've suffered in my life. But I know life can be better than this. I need your help. Be quiet. My son, my child. Say, Jesus, I won't leave you as orphans. Buy your heads for a moment. Talk to the Lord right now. The Holy Ghost, He wants to help you. He knows all your suffering. He knows all your pain. He knows your secret tears. If you will let Him enter into your life, it will change your life. Some of you already feel the Holy Ghost, but you're not recognizing Him. Talk to Him now. Talk to Him now. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's Word and His Spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the Word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogulu, Yenegua, Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003 382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.